Okay, so I had another vision that was just so interesting. I was running through this like place and it looked like the projects really really looked like the hood but it turned into some like five-star hotel or some sort of establishment like that we were running through this place and like we were in the lobby and I was chasing after this little kid and this little boy he was like I don't know how to explain him but he was just he was really, he was fighting me very hard. He was really fighting me so hard. And, like, he was, like, you know, he was kind of tough, too. Like, he was tough. Like, he wasn't easy to, like, beat or catch either, even though he was a little kid. And he was kind of fast, too, but he he wouldn't let up off me either. He really stayed on me. And every time I would, like, try and, like, say something to him or, like, like try to figure out, like, what's going on. I don't know what it was that was going on. I couldn't pick up on it. All I know is that, you know, I wouldn't let up off him. I wouldn't leave him alone. I kept chasing him, and he kept chasing me. I tried to figure out what was going on with this little boy. And all I know is I saw Tamla Man. And I was like shaking this little boy, like, you know, just like talking to him and like, you know, I guess trying to get him to act right. But I don't know if it was I was trying to get him to act right. It was just like, you just, he just, it's, he not bad. And it's like, he not even misunderstood. It was like, he was just fighting me. And I'm just like fighting him. And all I know is he kept trying, I think he kept trying to tell me what was, was up with him. But like, I wasn't listening for real. Cause I'm just like, you listen to me in a way. I don't know. I don't think it was really that, but it was more like, you know, you not doing what I want you to do, I guess. But, like, I don't know if I'm really, like, that bossy, you know? So, excuse me, I don't know if it was that, like, every time I'm doing this with my mind, when I'm, like, focusing, I'm focusing on God and, like, fighting for God and fighting for what you want me to do. Just fighting towards him, whoever in the way. And I was fighting this boy, I was chasing him around and stuff. And I just, I feel like, you know, he must have been one of the people that God sent me to get or something. And all I know is Tamala Man, he kept, he said something to me like, no, because I want to, I want to do it this way. I want to go this way. I want to do it like this. And I was like, no. And I was just like fighting him, like, let's go. And like, not really listening being forceful and that's why I wasn't working and he was fighting me he really was like a tough competitor for me and I was kind of surprised I'm like this little kid like you're not about to play with me and he was like no I'm not you know he wasn't listening but it wasn't because he didn't want to go it's because how I was doing it it was how it's because I was doing things but Tamela man showed up and she stopped me and she was like wait stop 
you know, do you want me to help you or not? Because I really did need her help with him. And all I know is she talked to him, and he responded to her. He was like, you know, I'll go with you. And he just started being nice to her. He started talking to her. He started responding to her. And I was like, I didn't even care. I didn't even care to, like, get mad. I was just like, no, like, I don't care. Like, I would... I would get upset that, you know, I'm doing all this work, all this hard work to get you and you respond to her. But it's like, I'm actually a little relieved that you're responding at all because at this point I'm just tired and, you know, I'm tired of fighting. But all I know is she tried to explain to me, like, why he was responding to her instead of me. But I was just still fighting him. He was not, he would not do it that way. Like, he just was not responding to that. So I I was like, okay, let me... Let me just, you know, admit that I'm wrong and let me just, you know, see what it is that he's responding to. And I don't really remember what it was he said. I just remember that he was like, you know, I would do it if it weren't how you were doing things. Like, I'm trying to tell you that, you know... I think he said, like, my feelings is hurt or something. Like, I'm hurting or something. And I don't I don't want to go that way. I don't want to do it that way. So, no. And, like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, well, then you can stay with Tamala. I was, I was about to, I wasn't even about to let him stay with Tamala. I was about to still keep fighting him. But I was like, okay, so you can stay with Tamala. But he was like, I'm not going to stay with Tamala. And he was just not listening. It was, you know, it was my fault because I was responding, how I was doing things. But at the same time, like, you know, he is a kid and he was fighting me. So it's like, you know, I didn't know what to do, but God was trying to tell me, you know, how to how to do things. And I was trying to listen to God. And I think that really at this point, like my senses, it's more like I'm I'm in this like, constant state I'm in this place where it's like I'm so aggravated and frustrated by all these different things going on around me at all at all times so I'm kind of lacking where I'm being sensitive to each individual person and it's not an excuse but it is because like if you know what I'm going through it's like at this point I'm doing everything in my power just not to give up and just not to let up and let go you know and stop you know even trying and you know, I understand I was wrong. And when I noticed I was wrong, it was like a lot of people responded, not just him. And it was like, it was a wake up call. Like, okay, you're missing things. You're missing points. You're missing, you know, you know, opportunities to elevate. And then I was reminded of this verse today as I read my Bible, it was Jesus. And it said, you strain gnats, but you, um, but you, you overlook camels, something like that. You strain gnats and you overlook camels. And I was thinking like, you know, maybe that's, I've been saying, I've been feeling like that this whole time. And I've been saying that this whole time, but every single time I try to do it a different way, it's like, it's so many different things fighting me. It's almost as if I don't have a choice, but to go this way. And then I'm trying to wait on God and wait on, you know, him to make a way for me. And it's like, he's not, you know, if he is, he's like being, you know, 
it's it's taking forever. It's taking forever for real. It feels like it's taking forever, but I'm trying not to think about the time and how long it's taking because I'm trying to be patient and not worry about that. But it is taking forever, and I'm not even trying to look at the clock. It's just taking a long time. And so I noticed I have different things in my way, and I noticed there's all these different opinions on how I should go about that way, the way I should do things and what I'm dealing with. Okay, I understand that, you know, and maybe I am overlooking new ideas or different ways of doing things because I'm so used to fighting this same battle and hearing the same thing from everybody and everybody's just screaming at me at once. Do this. Everybody got their opinion. Do this. No, it's because of this. And everybody's just telling me all this stuff. And it's like, I get it. I understand, you know, if I just fought a little harder, if I worked a little harder, if I just you know, put more work into it and dedicated myself a little more instead of kind of being a little lazy with it, I would get more done. I would be able to do it better. I would be, I would probably be able to, you know, I wouldn't feel like I'm working as hard. Like I'm making the whole work harder by being lazy, by being lazy. We all know that's how that goes. When you're lazy, you end up working harder. But, you know, I... I'm not responding to that. Just like, you know, I don't want to say just like this kid because he was, we were different. It's like, I was trying to see if we had things in common. I think the only thing we had in common is that when we not, you know, we don't respond to something or we don't like the way, you know, you're doing things is no. It's like, I'm going to fight you everything I got because no, I'm just not doing it that way. I just don't want to, you know, and you can't make me. And it's like, you know. He responded to Tamala Man, and she was like, you know, she was relaxed. She was relaxed. So for me, I feel like, okay, maybe I just need to, like, relax. But I can never relax because as soon as I relax, I can feel it. Like, I can feel it in the spirit. People are sneaking around me. People are doing weird stuff. People are up to no good. And then once I, you know get back into like fighting really hard for God and and trying to do my best to go my hardest like I start to notice all the stuff I was letting slide and I have to deal with that with God like I have to like I literally have to deal with God and I'd rather deal with him I'd rather you know not have to deal with him than not have to deal with people and their opinions on how I'm doing things honestly and I understand a lot of people are trying to help but they have to understand that like I'm listening to God I am listening to God and he is telling me all this stuff yes he is but overall when it comes down to it his main thing is don't slack don't 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 fall behind and don't settle for thinking like just barely enough is enough don't do that because, you know, then you're going to have to deal with me. You're going to have to deal with me. And it's disappointing to him. And he looks down on that. He looks down on that, like, just, like, you know, not considering, you know, considering just being less obedient or just being being relaxed on his rules. Like, he looks down on that. He really does. And so I've always tried my best to not be relaxed on his rules. 
and I find that I'm not being fighting hard enough for them. So I'm not relaxed on them, but I'm not fighting hard enough on them. And overall, I just end up taking a lot of blows from both sides. Like on that side, they like, you could be doing it this way. You could be doing it that way, but I can't do it that way because God's not going to like that. But then on God, on the side with God, God is like, you know, you need to fight this hard. You need to be giving your this much of yourself. And if you're not giving this much of yourself, that's why you're going to end up suffering more in the long run. So I can't really please. It feels like anybody at this point. And it's frustrating. It's really frustrating. But it's like at the same time, I just still do what I got to do. And I'm just like, whatever, you know, at this point, I just got to wait on God to see my suffering and see, you know, my affliction and see what I'm talking about. See the see what I really want. See, I just got to wait at this point for him to feel bad enough for me to make things change or to just want them to change or to feel like it's time for them to change. Because. You know, the thing is, you know, God has already shown me that, you know, different people in the spirit. He showed me Tamala man like a year ago. And I don't ever want to down anybody because of any place that I'm in. I'm just want to be I'm just going to be honest. Tamala man is relaxed on her obedience to God, relaxed on his rules, relaxed on right from wrong. You know, she knows right and she's on the right side, but she's relaxed in a way where it's like, you know, God is telling you to do that a certain way or he wants he wants he requires more of you. And you're just like, you know, I'm not going to do all of that or it's okay. Like most Christian churches, that's not really they don't really have a spirit of God because they're too relaxed. They're like, you know, they're gossiping in church. They are, you know. They are allowing certain things that they know are of the devil in the church, pagan holidays, all this other stuff. They're not really preaching the real stuff. They're not really teaching real things. They're talking about let go and let God. No, you know, you dragging people's souls down to hell, relaxed. They're relaxing. And it's like, I get it. Like, Tamala Man was a good, she's a good person. And she helped. And that was, I thought that she was, you know, really a refreshing you know, individual to be around. But I notice in the midst of this fight, it's like I am past that. I'm past, you know, the relaxed individuals and God. He looks down on them. That's that's one. Like he loves them. He'll say they're of me, but he'll say, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not okay. Because he just has a problem with the the way that they do things. And it's like the problem he has with me is not is being indecisive on where what I want to be like I choose to fight very hard for him but I'm indecisive most of the time because when he was requiring so much for me I'm just like oh my gosh can I do this can I do this like I'm exhausted you know and then the more relaxed like Christians they're like you know I'm not going to exhaust myself I'm not going to stress myself out I'm not going to do all of that I'm going to do you know what makes me happy and I'm going to get by. And I actually appreciate that perspective, but it's just God doesn't, God doesn't appreciate it because he's saying that Satan knows how to, you know, keep you from reaching to great heights and really making a real difference. As long as he makes you unhappy or he tells you that this is what keeps you happy or, you know, he keeps you from fighting really hard because then it's like you're exhausted and all this other stuff. And I know I'm exhausted and I'm running around crazy and all this other stuff. And so many people probably think, like, that's what I'm not going to do. But as I said before, God showed me the position that I'm in and what he's placed me in and the destiny on my life because of what I am willing to do that others aren't. 
And just because they a lot of people don't agree with it or don't see it in their opinion feels like we're getting more things done. Then you see how he responded to me and not responding to you. It's like most people aren't going to respond to me. The only reason why it's such an issue fighting him is because I haven't been doing all that I need to do with God. If I was doing all that I need to do with God, he would just be doing it right now. And that's the only issue right now. The only issue right now is I'm realizing that God, I'm not in a good place with God, that God is making me fight so hard for this and that my power is diminished to the point where I have to chase him around like this. But it's not that it's diminished. It's just that, you know. I need to fight harder for God. And that's the that's the thing. But then with the relaxed Christians, they're like, no, you don't. you just need to start compromising. And I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to compromise because as soon as I start compromising, devil is like, yes, it worked. Thank thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got her. I got to her. You know, I got her to settle. I got her to start compromising. I got her to, you know kind of relax on God's rules. So now, you know, I can put her and group her in with these individuals who think that's okay, knowing that God has already shown her it's not okay. And at that point, God is not responding as much. You know, he's not backing you up as much. And he's always there for you. He's always going to love you and he's always understanding. But I have direct access to him right now. Whenever I want it, I just have to fight for it. And if I am not fighting for that direct access to him, which is doing what how what it is he wants me to do and how he sees fit, then I'm going to end up with the relaxed Christians where it's like, why are my prayers getting answered? Why do I feel like I'm not being heard? Where's God? And that's because you're not where you're supposed to be. You're too relaxed on his rules. If you were where you're supposed to be, you could actually go and find him. You don't actually just need to say, where he, where is he? And wait for him to show up. You can go and find him. You can show up to the throne and you can have all access to it every single time when you're doing what you're supposed to do. So that's what I'm trying to do. And I've been doing that. I really have. But it makes everybody hate you. And I noticed that somebody told me, it was like, no, the reason why people aren't responding don't like you it's not because you know you it's something about you like you know your attitude and your and stuff like that like you just you know it's something wrong with you or something it's just the fact that you go so hard about these rules like every single time we doing something wrong you snitching every single time we up to no good you like a whistleblower and you know you can't lie and you doing everything in your power not to you know, mess up not even a little bit. You got to be so perfect and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, you sound like Satan. You sound like Satan. That's Satan. You are drawing power from Satan. You don't even realize it. He's using you. And I cannot let him use me too. It is what it is. You just ain't going to like me then. God said to be a friend of him is to be an enemy of this world. And to be a friend of this world is to be an enemy of God. So I see that every single time I'm okay with what you guys are doing or I'm taking advice from you, God is like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not cool. But every single time I'm doing what God wants me to do, all y'all hate me. So, you know, I just got to suffer. And I'd rather suffer with all of y'all hating me than suffer from God, even though I've been dealing with this for so long now that I am kind of exhausted. I'm kind of exhausted. You know, I can't please everybody, but I'm not trying to. I'm trying to please God. And, 
He's requiring so much more of me and I know what I need to be doing and I'm not doing it and I'm expecting so much grace, but he only gives the grace that he gives, you know, I can't force him to do anything. So I just end up suffering a lot and wondering why. Well, not wondering why I know why, but not wanting to. So I noticed that, you know, when I'm telling everybody about their sin, everybody hates me. Just like Jesus said, the world hates me because I tell them of their sin. So when I'm telling everybody that they sin, I don't even know what the words I'm saying. I don't even know the words I'm saying. I just know I'm saying what God told me to say. I'm saying what's in my heart. I'm saying what God said, how God feel. And I don't even know what I'm saying, like how I'm saying, like if like how I'm talking right now, I don't know what it is I'm saying to you mentally and in my heart. So it's like that's the difference and that's the you know, disconnect. And, you know, I have people around me, which is whose assignment is to keep me from knowing who I am spiritually. And, you know, that's fine because God sees that as fit for now. Whenever he feels like it's time for that to be removed, it will be removed. Whenever he feel like it's time to deal with that, it's going to be dealt with. I trust him despite what I got to go through. But it's just, you know, it's the disconnect. And I realized, like, I don't have any friends and I'm not cool with anybody. And that's because I'd rather be God's friend. That's okay. But it's like just realizing, like, you know, God, He a lot of times he's like, you know, he's there for me. And he's, he, he's glad I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, choosing him. But he's requiring more for me. And when I'm not allowing myself to be that for him, it's like he's upset still. But that don't mean, you know, just because God is still upset, that does not mean, you know, go to whatever it is that, you know, makes him upset or will make him even like take his presence from you he doesn't ever leave you but he will not be descending above you at all times you know guiding you and you consulting being able to consult with him with every decision that you make you know if you go and do that and just get so relaxed or you're like it doesn't even matter you know he's you know that's like i don't want to go to i don't want to i don't want to end up there i don't want to end up with those people and I don't want to judge them because you still chose God. And I know that that still requires a fight. I don't want to take anything away from you and who you are. But this is what he's telling me. This is what he's showing me. So I know you know it. You know, but it's just. You choose not to. And he's saying he's saying a lot of people don't. Some people don't know it. You know, a lot of people don't know it. Don't assume they do. But. I just can't do that. Like, every time I think about that, I cry because I'm losing God. I'm losing him as a friend. And I don't want to sacrifice my friendship with God for anything in this world. Anything. I really don't, you know. So then it means do what's necessary. That means get up and be obedient. Rise to the occasion. Fight as hard as you have to. Be the person he's asking you to be. No excuses. And... Like, I, I don't want to keep saying I've tried that. I don't want to keep saying I've tried that, you know? 
it's just man like I wonder how long I can even maintain things like this I know that a lot of times I'm not rising to the occasion like I should and I'm slipping you know even sometimes below the relaxed Christians but you know like I said my position it fluctuates so much it's not consistent because I'm not settling for any place right now and what God has for me I have yet to reach yet I have yet to obtain so I'm fluctuating. It's like different days, different times, different months. I'm in different places. Sometimes I'm at the lowest. Sometimes I'm a little bit higher. Sometimes I'm in the middle. Sometimes I'm a little bit higher than the middle. Sometimes I'm at the top and I'm right there about to have it, about to grab it. But if I actually did grab it or get it, then I wouldn't be fluctuating. So I have yet to actually settle on the place yet but I know that I can have it and as long as I am fighting all I have to do is say to myself I can have that and I want that and I don't have to settle for anything but the devil wants nothing more but to get me to settle but I see him different days he is afraid different days he is a little worried about what I'm doing and whether I have it or not some days most days he's super confident like you're not going to be able to get that. You're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to rise to the occasion. You're not going to do it. Most days, he's super confident about that, laughing in my face, even in my effort. But some days, you'll catch the devil, like, you know, you know, offering me different things and offering me different deals, offering me things, you know, to kind of get me to settle or, you know, just to go a different way because he's so afraid of me getting that and on those days the things look so great like oh my gosh I I, can't, I remember this day where you was like making it so hard on me you wasn't even considering me you didn't you treated me like I was nothing because I was all the way down here and I could have wished for a deal like this on that day but now I'm all the way up here and I know that you offering that at this point you know I know that I can get what it is God has for me why would I ever take that you know, so no. And it looks crazy and it looks like, why wouldn't you take that? And it's like, nah, I wouldn't take that because him offering that is an indication that he knows that I'm, 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 it's possible I may get that. He would not be offering that if he didn't feel like that was not possible. So thank you for your confirmation. I'm, I don't need it, you know? And I don't want it, even though I don't understand why God, you know, would allow me to. He knows that I'm, if he knows that I'm, you know, capable, I know I have to show up still. I, have, I still have to show up. I still have to rise to the occasion. I have to prove that I'm capable. I understand that. But why is God allowing me to fluctuate so much? It's like, of course, there's a possibility that one of these days I'm just, it's just, I'm just too exhausted. I'm too tired. I land on a bad day, just like one of those wheels like when sometimes you land on the biggest thing, sometimes you land on nothing, sometimes you land on another try. That's what it feel like. Like I'm just hitting the wheel every day and I land on different things every day. But, you know, I always get to try again. I always get to try again. And as long as I can try again, as long as I can keep fighting, then I know that I still have, you know, 
an opportunity to get what God has for me. And I cannot, I cannot settle right now. I cannot let these bad days make me say, I don't, I quit. I don't want to keep trying because, you know, my worst day, you know, it's not even their best day. It's when I quit, that's their best day. Their best day is when I quit. I can't give up. I can't give up. Like, I got to keep going. Even though I'm being laughed at, and a lot of times not even taken seriously, taken for granted, stressed out, past understanding, past human, past what what a human should, what any human, all humans combined should go through. Just overly stressed out, overly worked, overly, you know, like these ex- expectations for me sometimes seem so high, but that's a good thing, you know, of course, but it's easier said than done. And, you know, all these people around me, they they get to, you know, keep going at me every single day, all the time, everybody, every single day, all the time. I meet new people. They meet me on the level of what I feel like that day. They don't get to meet me at my highest. You know, sometimes they meet me at my lowest. But I know, I still have to know what I've been through in the days that I've had. So I can't let that affect me or their opinions or the way that they respond to me on that day affect me. Because the thing is, people are people. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He knows the whole story. He's considering all of the work I'm doing. And he's giving a sober, not sober, but just a... He has an honest view on all of it. Wherever he says that I'm at, that's the best thing for me. But if I go what people are saying, they're judging based off of what they've seen in the most recent times. You didn't see me at my highest when I was being offered all of these different things because people were like, oh my gosh, that's so amazing. You know, now I believe in you. But you see me at my, you ain't see me at my lowest sometimes, even when I'm being offered high things. You didn't see me at my lowest when everybody was like, uh uh-uh. Didn't even consider me, walked right past me, stepped right over me when I was down. You didn't see none of those days. So you're going to respond to what you can see. God see it all. I choose him. He don't ever change up on me. Y'all always changing. Always. Always. So I remain faithful to God and I, you know, I have to choose him. I have to choose him. He always chooses me. But, you know, that being said, you know, I just, I just, I'm reminded. I'm reminded it's motivation, but at the same time, it's not the motivation I need because God is my real motivation. If God is not my motivation, then these different things that I never knew could come to pass, but are coming to pass, relying on those from them, th- these things for motivation is like, that's too f- clumsy. It's too flimsy. It's not solid. I never even expected to see this. God blessed me with this opportunity. He blessed me and placed me here. I never expected to be here. So how can I rely on something that I'm, you know, blessed by God to have? I got to rely on God. So this experience, the whole time I remember 2020, everybody took the opportunity to step on me. Nobody, 
really wanted to help me up. Nobody really cared for real. People laughed in my face, laughed at me, still are laughing at me, still are taking me for a joke, still are telling me I'm not going to do certain things or be or be somebody and taking every opportunity to feel like, you know, why should I feel bad? I don't feel no remorse is shown for how they treat me and how they look at me and the things that they do. You know, I'm dealing with that every single day, you know, different people and how they change on me. You know, some people don't even want to be associated with me. I don't know her when I'm in certain places. Some people are so, they, they show up and they like, you know, so eager to be associated with me. Actually, you know, telling people they know me. I know her, you know, different days, different places, but it all fluctuate they all people always change and people always show and act different ways like why should I accept you or want to be around you on this day you ain't doing this and you ain't doing that and I don't even judge you because you know I still have part of that and pieces of my personality personality are like that where I'm like I don't want to be associated with relaxed Christians I don't want to be associated with people who are Jews and Satan I don't want to be associated with people who are you know, really judgy and re- and change so so much like that. You know, really fake. I don't even want to be associated with you. You know, so I can't even judge. You know, because I know that's an issue in myself. I need to not judge anybody. Be associated with anybody on any day and everybody on every day. That's what God is teaching me. But like I said, God don't change. He's the same every single day for me. He got the same thing for me every single day. The same belief that he has in me nobody else believes nobody else really sees me having that nobody else really can you know really wants me to have it and a lot of times I'm even one of those people and he's still the same God so I choose him every single day no matter what I cannot be blinded by how people are acting right now because the second that you fall and you lose everything they are nowhere to be found don't nobody care about you don't nobody care about you and even if they do care about you, they do not care about you like God. So I choose God, you know, and I suffer a lot for it. Satan hates it. He hates it because he's like, I want you to start relying on these people I'm using so that I can so that I can like pull you away from God so that I can, you know, change your views and get you to start becoming more relaxed and settling and thinking that these satanic these satanic this satanic behavior is okay and start breaking God's heart. I want to be able to use you more to do that. And I want to eventually pull you completely away from him and throw you completely off your path and your pivot. If I can get you to forget him completely, that's the goal. So I got to be careful. I really got to be careful with different people. They feel like they don't, I didn't have ill intention for you. I care about you. I'm not on that. I don't mean it that way. And I'm actually trying to help when nobody else is. What? Why are you upset with me? And it's like, I'm not upset with you. I'm just being, you know, honest with myself about what I'm dealing with every single day, even when you're not here. You're here today. You're trying to help today. But, you know, for the past week, ain't nobody tried to help me. Everybody stepped on my hand when I tried to climb out. But you're here today. I'm, I barely made it out today. You know, I see you today. Hi, but you don't know where I just came from. God do. I got to trust him. I got to trust God. And it's heartbreaking. People will break your heart. It really is heartbreaking how people act and how they are. 
You know, they're going to say, I wasn't there for that. I didn't do you like that. I wouldn't have done you like that. But you still got ways about yourself. I can't trust you 100% either. You know, I got to put all my trust in God. That's the only one I can trust like that any day, every day. And I learned that the hard way, you know, and I'm going to keep learning that the hard way because, you know, anytime I forget it, people remind me. Like, don't put your trust in me. Don't feel like you can depend on me that much. I'll throw you to the wolves if it's about anything, you know, that I feel like, you know, I'm just anything that's worth it to me. And that's okay. You know, you who you are. God love you how you are. He's showing me how to love you how you are and not hold you accountable. Well, hold you accountable, but not hold it against you. So I'm dealing with that, and it's frustrating, you know. But I will say that it was, it's not just revealing about people, it's revealing about myself as well. You know, I see Tamala Man, and I say to myself, you know, God has been telling me about you, honestly. You know, because, you know, a lot of people go to God about you. And they're like, Tamala, man, you know, you're a faithful servant. I know you love her. And her music has gotten me through. Her music has got, brought me closer to you. And God is like, you know, idolatry. Don't put people on these, don't put people on these high pedestals. You got to be careful because she's not even where she's supposed to be with me. So focus on your own walk, you know. And be careful because you never know if you in a higher place with me than she is. And you bringing her to me like she just somebody to be worshipped or praised. I'm the only one to be worshipped and praised. And I had to learn that a while ago, actually. I was listening to her music and I'm like, I love this song because there's so much power in it. And I could tell that, you know, she, it sounds like she is like out of options, you know, choosing you and fighting so hard for you and not giving up on you and at her knees, at her last, you know, on her last limb. I don't, I didn't know at the time what that felt like, but I knew, you know, if I ever did get in that place that, you know, I wanted it to be authentic with God and, you know, just, just all the things that you wonder what it would be like and all that stuff. And God is like, yeah, not what you think. Don't put too much on it basically saying like you know a lot of that is a show you know a lot of people aren't showing up at my at my seat at, the, at my feet like that even though they singing like that and it's so powerful they got people crying they not showing up to me like that and it's it's you know it's sobering it's sobering like know where you at Know that nobody is better than you, no matter what attention or whatever platform they got. Yes, I gave them that platform, but that don't mean that they better or in a better place than you. Or even, you know, to be considered as they're just like so much bigger, greater, or you can never be there in a higher place than them. I can never place you above that and require more from you. Like, focus on your walk, pers- your personal walk, and don't idolize nobody. Because I just had to look up the word veneration. And, you know, people are like, the post said, people are saying it's not idolatry, it's veneration. And it's like, no, it's idolatry. These people are not worthy to be praised like God. These people are not to be put on a pedestal. Only God is. None of us. All of us are human. All of us make mistakes. 
All of us are filthy, dirty, full of sin. Each and every single last one of us. Each and every single last one of us. Filthy, dirty, full of sin. Remember that every time somebody look at you, you look at somebody and it looks like they're glowing. Or it looks like the sun set on them. Remember, they are not Jesus. They are filthy, they are dirty, and full of sin just like yourself. Nobody's better than anybody. God sees us all on the same level. So to put somebody anywhere high up because they got money or because they on TV or because they got a big following or they got a lot of people that you think they pray, that's praying for them, all the prayers in the world can't change nothing if you aren't praying the way you're supposed to. And I God is showing me that about a lot of gospel singers, and I feel unsafe because when I'm listening to gospel music and I'm trying to get God my highest praise, He's like, "Be careful." When focus on your intent about behind this gospel music, when you are praising me, you know, are you praising me? You know, focusing on them and how they're praising me. Are you praising me using their song to focus on how you're praising me? Use their song to focus on me. Use the words of their lyrics, not even caring about who it is or the voice, really. You don't even have to put too much on the voice behind it. Just focus on the words and the praise and focus on me and put all of that on me. Don't be glorifying the fact that it's them singing it. Don't be glorifying the name behind it. Don't be glorifying that it's their songs. Matter of fact, be careful on glorifying the lyrics. Make sure you know the intent and the definition behind every word that you're saying and make sure you're directing it in the right place. Be very careful. Very careful. Create your own definition of what you're singing. He even told me, make my own gospel music. That's the best way to do it because a lot of these people aren't where they need to be. So, you know, he has told me about that a lot lately. He's pretty much told me to fast gospel music right now because I listen to it so much. And it's not that I'm putting so much on these gospel singers. It just becomes, you know, when you start listening to a song repetitively and you're focusing on God and you're putting the intent behind where you need to put it and you're doing what you need to do. But, you know, the gospel singer or whatever starts to become one of your favorites or something like that. You got to be careful. And most of the time, I'm giving God more of a praise than these gospel singers. That's a fact. Most of the time, I'm giving God more of a praise than a lot of these gospel singers. So he's saying, just praise me without the music. Praise me without the music. Praise me without the word. Just praise me. Like, I never thought I'd hear God say, you don't even need the Bible or the words in the Bible for this one right now. He's like, don't even use the words of the Bible. Don't even use the word of God. Just praise me because that's what I'm asking for you right now. And sometimes it's not because you have a higher praise, but just because that's what he's requiring from you. But he has told me on multiple different occasions, it's because you have a higher praise. You do. You are closer to me. You are more obedient and you have more of a calling in your life than this individual does. And when you're putting them on this pedestal and placing them above you, what you're doing is placing yourself up underneath them when I've already pulled you out. Now, it's nothing wrong with being a servant. Even in the Bible, it says sit at a lowly place and then let the, you know, let whoever is, you know, the host, let let someone come and pull you out from a low place and put you in a high place rather than sit in a high place and be pulled and pushed back to a low place. So it's not it's nothing wrong with, you know, 
having a servant-like attitude and a humble attitude that says, I'm not just going to assume I have a higher praise in this individual. I'm not going to assume I'm, assume I'm in a higher place than them. I'm not going to automatically treat it that way. But just trust God and listen to him and be guided by him. If he places you out from under, if he pulls you out from underneath them and he tells you where you're at, that's what it is. That's not, you know, contradicting the word of God. And it's amazing because it's like, Satan will try to convince you that that's what it is because, you know, he using them. He want, he want you to feel like, he wants you to idolize them. He know he's working in that area. I'm working in that area on Christians idolizing these gospel singers when they know better. They think just because it's gospel and it's glorifying God's good name that it's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay just because the kind of music is the same thing, no matter what music it is, if you idolize an individual. And also, you know, when you're placing yourself behind them and God's taking you to another place, the devil loves that because he don't ever want you to get there. So go ahead and place yourself up underneath them. You'll be there forever until, of course, you know, they change up on you because they feel like you actually believe me. And then you way lower than that. You ain't even nowhere around them. They won't even claim you. You got to be careful. People are people. They change. God doesn't. So if he tell you something, you know it, you got to know him. See, because people, they be like, they be trying to tell you, like, are you sure that's God? Like, no, that's God. You don't want me to know that that's God because you don't want me to be sure about who I am because you are jealous of who I am. And you also don't want me to know that that's God because then that means I know where you're not and that you don't really know him for real. You ain't really nowhere near him. So you want to convince me that that's not God. But know that's God. It's been the same God every single day. You just, you know, where you at and you don't want to admit it. Or maybe it's not about you admitting it. It's about, you know, you lying. You're lying to yourself. And that's, that's that satanic power, you know. He be using this a lot of times. And a lot of times he is like, he really is, you know, coming to me and saying like, because, you know, it's amazing. God tells me everything. God really tells me everything. But you should hear how Satan brags. You should hear about him. He's sitting up here talking about, yeah, and they bow down to Satan. They bow down to me too. They bow down to Satan like gospel singers, people who are staying in a church, people who are, you know, Preaching and all this other stuff, they are nowhere near God. So where they at? They were Satan. And, you know, you don't be wanting to believe it because you be saying, but look at all these, you know, God-fearing people vouching for them. You can't vouch for nobody. that, you, And you ain't consulting with God. So anybody vouching for them don't know them, don't know them either. Because if that's what God said, that's automatically, I got to assume that's what it is. God said this, so that means he's telling the truth. I got to doubt everything else y'all say after that. If God said this person ain't where they at, but all these people, millions of people are like, what you mean? This person is a good God-fearing person, and I'm sure you're wrong. It's like, so all of y'all ain't know where, where y'all need to be at then. You think I'm about to take all y'all word over God? Majority don't always rule. And I see that a lot, but you know, I don't like to talk. I want to keep talking about that. That's all Satan talk about all day. If you notice something like it's not even about gossip, but it's about waking people up, 
you know, and, and, and trying to get people to realize, like, you have to be careful. Don't think just because you're in, you know, an environment that's that's naming it the right thing, that is actually doing the right thing. It's one thing to say, it's another thing to do it. It's one thing to say you're you're being this person or to look like you are that person. It's another thing to be this person. This God has told me this about a few people. He gives these gospel singers platforms, wonderful platforms that they pray for, and they wind up, you know, sometimes it ain't even got nothing to do with God. That's what's sad. But he gives these gospel singers platforms. And sometimes they wind up, you know, just making it about the song. They don't even care that they glorifying God. They didn't even glorifying God. They singing these lyrics and they only talking about, they only really focus on how good they sound in their voice. Like, And it's like, wait, so you singing this song glorifying God, but you ain't thinking about God at all? You ain't even worried about him? And they like, it's just business. No, it's not. Like... Yeah, you might be thanking God for what you got, but you ain't even thinking about him when you're singing this song. You're just thinking about how good you sound. You're just thinking about, you know, your record and, the, and the, you know, the, the praise you're going to get off of it from people. Just like the Pharisees and the scribes. They pray long prayers in front of everybody to make it seem like they were close to God. Really, they, didn't know, they don't know God. Their father is Satan. That's why God says, go in your closet in private and pray to him in private. Be everybody you got to be when nobody's around and nobody's looking. And the thing is, you know, I might, somebody might say, practice what you preach. Take your own advice. I am. Trust me. I am. I'm working on it. I'm not saying that I'm where I'm supposed to be 100% and that there's not room for growth, so much room for growth. I am on my way there. I'm doing my best. You know, I won't say doing my best. I am. I'm. I am working on it. I'm working on it. But another thing I just realized, though, you know, I just realized in the process of this all, like, I just because I am not where I need to be doesn't mean I'm not telling the truth about what I know and what I see now. I'm get, I'm on my way getting. I'm doing my best to get there. I'm working on it. That's all I can do and all I can say. I cannot let Satan try and discredit the things that I'm saying just because I have work to do. I'm always going to have work to do. You never stop growing in God. And so don't think that I'm not holding the same type of standard for these people. And that's that's where Satan will try to get you. He'll try to confuse you. He'll try and trick you. And he'll try and guilt trip you. You know, you're not where you need to be. They're not where they need to be. So what's the difference between you two? The difference is what I just said. They're so far from him. They're not even trying. That's the difference. Now, that don't mean that they can't start trying. That don't mean that God don't still love them and isn't still blessing their life. That don't mean that they're not just human and we all are different people, but there's still no excuse for that. There's no excuse. Just like there's no excuse for me not being where I need to be. There's no excuse for you not being where you need to be. And I'm not saying that I'm better than you. I'm saying what God said. I'm closer than you. And that is not to... You know, rubbing nobody's face or trying to boast of myself. I'm just like, I don't know. I, I see a different side of God now. Uh, years ago, God used to just be like, it's good that you are, you know, praying to me. 
It's good that you're seeking me. A lot of people aren't even doing that. It's good that he was relaxed. He was more, you know, lenient. He was just loving and he was just understanding and he was just caring and he was just accepting. That's when I was at that place. I've elevated past that place and now God is like, listen. You here now, so I'm requiring this from you. You have a responsibility to this, and you got to do this. You got to start rising to the occasion. And then when you're considering other people, and you're like, and this person, not that you're just automatically bringing them to him. It's just that when they have different work, I bring everything to God. That's number one. I bring everything to God. But when you're admiring different people's work, God is going to be honest about it, where they at, where they land with him, and why you have to be careful with their work. For me, I'm always trying to find God in things. So when he show me where he's at with you, you know, it matters. You might say, it don't matter how much God is in me. Yes, it do. Some people say, it don't matter how much God is in me, long as he in me at all. You write about one thing, long as he in you at all, but it still do matter how much is in you. It do. And God has shown me that. And, you know, I try to be careful because, you know, one day you up, one day you down. One day you at the top, one day you at the bottom. One day you winning, one day you losing. And you never really know where you'll land. You have to be very humble and be very careful because you'll talk about all that you've done and everything that you've become and all that you are doing. And then you become nothing or you end up nothing. You got to be very careful and humble. I understand that. I'm doing the best that I can to, you know, grow past any type of, you know, any type of piece or portion or part of me that is enticed or tempted into forgetting about that. And God has been very careful, you know, and very, you know, he's been sending me little signs, you know, where I've seen this multiple different times. Anytime I see something a bunch of times, I know it's him and I know he's telling me something, but I love it. I love it because it's subtle and I got to be careful, though, because the devil is subtle, too. But all I know is I will see different things like, you know, don't forget God when you get everything you pray for. Don't forget God when you get everything you pray for. God has been reminding me this and everything that I do. Even earlier, I was watching a video about, you know, this artist, Rich Homie Kwan. I was watching a video about Rich Homie Kwan, and he was talking about he got money so fast that he lost himself. I'm like, that's, you know, typical, you know, blow up overnight story. But, you know, you still, I still want to, even though I hear these stories all the time from, the, you know, seeing like the artist, the artist always telling the same stories. Each and every single last one of them go through the same experience. I feel like you can hear them all saying the same thing, giving the same advice. But still, you know, I still try to find them in it, do the best that I can to find them in it, do the best that I can to find God in it, because I'm asking God, you know, and if you ain't got God in you, then he ain't going to be able to tell me nothing about what you're doing. Nothing. He just going to be like, he ain't, he, ain't one of, he ain't one of mine or she ain't one of mine. And that's just going to be that on that. And you know, at that point, I'm just going to be like, you know, I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to pray for you. Pray that one day you find him. But, you know, it ain't much I know about you at that point then. I mean, Satan can tell me about you. He And Satan would love to tell me all about you. I want to hear from him, though. So, you know, all I know is, you know, I was watching this video and, you know, 
Of course, Satan starts speaking for him. But God, you know, even if just the tiniest little bit, he was there, in there somewhere in his whole life story. And all I know is I just, when he, when I start catching, when I just start relaxing a little bit and just start like, not really like being so, you know, focused on drawing God out of everything, you know, God, you know, he just gave me a little ding, a little, just a little like background to all of it. Like, don't forget God when you get what you pray for. Listen to his story. He pretty much saying exactly what, you know, God has not let you forget for a while now. So I know it's very close. It's very close. I'm very close to getting everything that I pray for. This is why I'm fighting and I'm not giving up. Satan only fights you so hard like this. He's fighting my, fighting me now. And he only sabotages you this hard. Like he's sabotaging me now when you were that close. And at this point, he's doing everything in his power to stop me. Who could? I can't, You know, I can't do it without God. I'm not doing it without God. But even at this point, I can't say, you know, it gets to the point where he wore you down or he's fighting you so hard that you can't even make excuses for you know, him getting the best of you, you just got to say, I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. That's all you got. That's all I got right now. I'm just not going to give up on God. And, you know, other times I got more to say. Other times I'm like, you know, today Satan is worried about me. Today Satan is less confident. I got this to do. I got that to do. But right now I'm just, I'm not going to give up. It's, it's, it's that bad right now. But it's okay because he only does this when you're that close to your blessing and breakthrough. So I see that I'm right there. But I consult with God and God is like, look, this is what all you need to do. You really need to be, you know, sober-minded about this. You got to be humble and you got to be, you know, realistic about all that I'm requiring of you to get to this point. I need this. You know what I need from you. He's being honest. But, you know... I have to deal with that in myself to get up and, and and provide that for him. But he still loved me. He still stand behind me. And I'm getting that no matter what. I'm getting I'm getting what God has for me no matter what. That is the point of this season. That is the point of everything I'm going through. You know, a lot of people around me, they don't want me to start taking that seriously because that just gets me closer and closer and closer. The more serious that I take it, the more serious and real, more real it becomes for me and them. So the fact of the matter is these people weren't always here. All these people weren't always here criticizing everything that I do with their opinions and dragging my name through the mud and torturing me and doing everything in their power to see me suffer. They weren't always here doing that. These people weren't always here supporting me either. But they are now. And that's a big indication of where I'm going. But that never stopped me from still seeing it the way I see it. All, just because these people here don't make a difference, I still got to do what God said. I hear him. I see y'all showed up here now, but I hear him and what he's saying. And what he's saying is, I need you to do this. And what he's requiring of me is very hard. It's demanding right now. So I'm not taking away from all y'all being here. Cool. But y'all is just here.
God is showing me I'm very close. He is, but also showing me that it ain't going to happen until I get up and do what I got to do. And my body and my everything, my mind, my soul, everything is so exhausted. I want to get up and do it right now and get it over with. But I but I'm just not, you know. I don't know when I will. It might happen in a split second one day when I least expect it. Or maybe it'll take a while. Who knows? But I'm trusting God to carry me through when I can't get up. That's what I feel like right now. I trust him to carry me through when I can't get up. Despite what everybody else is doing and what it look like, it's okay to do. I got to trust him because I hear him. I'm going to act like I don't hear what he just said. And just believe you when I just heard him.